and welcome to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. We are at the final year of the regular season. Mooney and Daniel, uh, with me one last time for the regular season. Mooney, how are you, mate? How was last week? How's the year been? How are you feeling? Oh, mate, it's all coming to an end. I'm a little bit sad, um, and it's coming to a, a, it's a bit of a carnage around this week. So, you know, it's going to end in, a, in tears. I can see it now. Uh, Daniel, same question, mate. How are you? Yeah, pretty much the same answer. Um, <laughs> don't exactly have a full 17, um, you know, for my team this week. So, yeah, could be a lot of tears really trying to fight to make that top 100. But, yeah, well, I guess we'll see how we go. I think everyone's in the same boat. We really. get it. We get it. <laughs> yeah, just sneak it in there. One <laughs> had, to, had to get it in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Has to be there. Um, but, yeah, started very somber there, Bermo. I mean, yeah. Well, mate, I've got 11 like players this week. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. We're getting real potty this week. Real pod squad this week. Whoever, whoever turns up. I would imagine. I th- I would have thought you would have more plays than most people being being the pod squad. But uh, no, I guess not. that old uh, the older injury and suspension trains really sort of bent me over the proverbial table. <laughs> Righto. <laughs> um, okay. Look, let's get straight into. Uh, do we want to wrap up last week first, boys? I'll just get you get your thoughts. Um, now, a lot of teams playing for final contention on stuff, so we saw some decent sort of size performances. Why don't I just get... Uh, Mooney, why don't I get your thoughts on the Knights and Titans game, mate? How'd you see it? Yeah, look, I kind of found it a little bit of an ordinary game to watch. I was expecting a lot more a lot more points in it, but it was good to see the Knights uh, get the win. It helped the Raiders out a lot with the Titans out of the running for final. So it was good to well, see. Not yet. Not yet. Sneaky chance for the Titans. Oh, okay. No, the Raiders will pump. We'll pump. Well, what that would be. Anyway, just that's yeah. fine. We'll get to that. But <laughs> now it was a little bit, yeah, ordinary fantasy wise as well. Not too many big scores. Jamal Fogarty, Mitchell Pierce, Caleb Ponga. Probably the Caleb Ponga being the the popular choice. But yeah, a bit Dave of an Fafita underwhelming game. Oh, Dave Fafita, true. Yes, didn't get his jersey dirty all game. Had one play where he where he touched the ball and did something and managed to keep his jersey clean for the rest of it. But got yeah. a nice little seventy three. <laughs> Very soft try. Needed yeah relies on the tries to get uh, get points, but that's all right. We'll take the yes, seventy three from him. Yeah, beauty. Uh, Daniel, why don't I get your thoughts on the Raiders and Warriors game? Yeah, pretty good game. Um... There was a very tight into the last like ten minutes, and the the Raiders ended up just getting on with it uh, in the end. Um, pretty good performance from Rapana, and like I said, Hudson Young, um, very solid in the second row, and has been since he's been playing eighty. Little shout out there to our producer as well. Um, still rolling on the Hudson Young train, so pretty good if you've had him as a bit of a pod for the last couple of weeks. You know, been smashing out sixties and seventies um, pretty regularly. So yeah, pretty good for him. But there's not really many players from these two teams. Um, that most people have, other than probably Reese Walsh. But yeah, probably he had Reece a pretty Walsh, rough one. Yeah. yeah. Josh Curran, underwhelming. Yeah, I think looks he came good off... to the eye though. Yeah, it looked really good. Yeah, did he have a head knock or he just he didn't play eighty? Uh, he had a bit. No, of... no, it was sore everywhere. Wasn't there it? was some. There was something. Yeah, he came off for something. I can't remember what it was. He no. was carrying that team, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah his shoulders <laughs> were gone. Everything. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Um, yes. Moody, do you want to get on to the, the Sydney Derby, Roosters and Rabbits? A lot of controversy uh, in this one. Um, again, another attempted murder. Uh, talk me through <laughs> it, mate. Yes. Yeah. Latrell Mitchell. Jeez. What? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Joey Manu headbutting Latrell Mitchell's shoulder and peck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <yeah>, sorry. <laughs> we, we really feel for Latrell in this situation, don't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah. Latrell, he's, 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 been, he's, been, he's been vilified here. I'm telling you, it's, it's just a joke. Must have. I was pretty happy he didn't yeah. get sent off, came back on, scored another meat pie and got me a few extra points in my fantasy team. So I was pretty happy. You know, I couldn't complain too much. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it was was good to see. Don't not a fan of the Roosters, so you know didn't mind a bit of a trouncing here. Decent fantasy scores across the board. Um, Cameron Murray, Cody Walker, as reliable as ever, and Mark Nichols fan, fantasy popular there. So yeah, it's good to see him snake a couple of tries there. Sammy D was frothing it too. So get around that. And <laughs> James Sedesco doing nothing. You'd love to see that. Too. Oh, that's crazy. Nine points. He's yeah, he's atrocious for a, a lot of teams. Um, okay, let's get on to the game of the year, the uh, the official kicking off point of the Cowboys' 2022 Premiership run. Uh, Cows beat the Dragons. Um, Daniel, if you can find a fantasy-relevant player, good on you, mate. Talk me through it. Yeah, look, it was kind of a... It wasn't a terrible game to watch, to be honest. I actually didn't mind it. There was a lot of points That's in it. That's probably the nicest thing you could say about this game. It's probably the most accurate. 
It wasn't terrible. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but geez, uh, Ravalawa had a bit of an impact. Um, he was obviously the highest fantasy score with 80 points, but I think just his uh, the the big takeaway that I took from this was when I think it was Tualangi went up to catch a catch a bomb, and he saw Ravalawa in the corner of his eye, yeah. and he just backed away from it midair and knocked yeah. it on, and it was you, like you could see the extra excrement dripping out of Tualangi's shorts. That man yeah. was yeah. petrified. Yeah, and then he went on to I think smash Ben Hampton, just blindsided him from behind as well when he got through. It was actually yeah. great to see Rebel. I'll put a few hits on. But, uh, you know, outside of him, Jaden Sullivan was actually really good from dummy half, and he'll be a pretty good nine for the Dragons uh, going forward if they stick with him, I reckon. He's probably one of the, one of the sparks in their team. And Tyrell Sloan as well at fullback, he was really good. So I think if the Dragons persist with a few of these juniors, they actually might be really good players, you know, in the future. Give them, you know, two, three years of development, get 50, 60 games under their belt, and they're good to go. Yeah, 100%. Could be a bit of a slow grind in the meantime, but yeah, yeah. Dragon's future looks bright. Um, okay, Mooney, uh, Sharks and Broncos, which what I thought was almost the game of the round in terms of... Uh, well, actually, no, the, the game after that was probably the game of the round. But oh. uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it was a cracking game, this Sharks and Broncos game. Mate, talk me through it. Very entertaining, this this uh, game, I thought, actually. Really enjoyed it. Um, fantasy-wise, Payne Haas with the... Yeah, 69. Nice. It's probably all of mentioned Jesse Ramium. But yeah, really enjoyed actually watching this. Sharks with a lot to play for. They're still playing for their finals hopes. And the Broncos are playing for pride at this stage. But the King, Anthony Milford, top scored. So, uh, you know, enough said. I told told Charlie to bloody captain him. And I don't know if she did, but she should have listened to me. I swear to God, Daniel. <laughs> he's uh, he's only got one week left to make that 300K that he's been missing, though. Well, he's on <laughs> he's on track. I tell you what, he scored, no, what, right. what, he scored like an 84 last week. 74. Se- 74. Week. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, you're actually, that's, that's, that's pretty fair. He's, uh, he's been killing it these last few weeks. Um, I kind of want to, you guys talk. I want to see what he's uh, gone up in cash the last two weeks. 111K. Actually, the last two weeks. Oh, no, the overall. last two weeks, was he's gone up 46 this week. Yeah, okay, so he's probably, probably gone up 111K over the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> roughly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, Daniel, mate, launch into it. Parrot oh. beat the storm. Go bananas. Floor is yours, Huge. mate. Huge. Look, I've, I put a message into the chat. I was not confident going into this round. I honestly thought they were going to put tons on us. Um, but geez, I believe you gave them a 50-point handicap. I believe yeah. you thought anything within 50, and you were considering that a win for Para. To be honest, giving the last given the last couple of weeks, they yeah, if they you know kind of held them off in the first ten minutes, I would have been surprised. Um, but this is just yeah, spectacular. They played like an actual finals team. Um, don't know how long they can keep it up though. Um, but if they play like that every week of the finals, they'll be looking looking pretty good. But yeah, it's going to be hard to keep that kind of into finals. That's they played just yeah out of their skin that game. They basically just smothered the storm in the first. 10, 15 minutes, and from there on, they just incredible. It was actually a great game to watch. I was very surprised. So, yeah. Um, from a fantasy point of view, though, the Storm Harves had pretty good games. Um, Munster and Hughes both getting, uh, I think, around the 60, 70 mark. So, uh, very good from them. Uh, and a lot of these Parramatta players that aren't playing this week as well did well. So, like Papali, E, Moses, um, those kind of boys, yeah, they won't be playing this week. But, yeah, they had a good game. So, yeah, might be a few headaches for people that have a lot of Parramatta players this week as well as some other teams. Love your work. Um, okay, Mooney, uh, Seagulls and Dogs, go for it. It's a bit of a funny old game. Kind of expected man to come out win by roughly 100 points, and it was, they were losing at half time. so I just didn't didn't really get what was happening. But they came out and it was the turbo train in the second half, wasn't it? And DCE had a pretty, pretty good one as well, 103 and a 93 respectively. So... That was good to see, and thank God because my fantasy score was looking very dismal before that. Before that happened, and Josh Jackson again was pretty good for the dogs. The only person worth mentioning the sixty-one. Otherwise, look, it's probably really it from these two teams. Very underwhelming. Uh, otherwise, those who had Ruben Garrick, Sammy D, twenty-six, no good. That's the real Ruben Garrick. Waiting for it. Real Ruben Garrick. I'm telling you, if you spent eight hundred k on Ruben Garrick. And, and you're waiting for him to do something in the business end of the season, this serves you right. <laughs> the real the real Ruben Garrick stood up. He's back. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Um, 
Okay, uh, Penrith and the Tigs. Daniel, get into a Cleary underwhelming, mate. Go on. Very, very underwhelming. He had a lot of errors and just like I was watching him trying to just give him points because I was like, he, he, like he, he struggled so much. A lot of errors, a lot of missed tackles, um, lost a lot of points. I think he lost 24 points in demerits. So uh, pretty rough from him. Usually that's not part of his game. So, you know, he could have been upwards of nearly an 80 without those demerits. So... Unfortunate for a lot of people. I think we had a post up that like 20 something percent of people captained him. So yeah, pretty rough if you had him as captain, including myself only managing a 59 with some, you know, huge scores from turbo DCE and the like. So yeah, the Panthers themselves, they, they didn't play too bad. Um, Kikau was absolutely dominant on his edge, uh, breaking tackles for fun. Um, and Otto Kamano actually from the Tigers played very well as well. So baby pain has I've been saying it for a long yeah. time. He's a weapon. He's actually looking really good. He's probably going to be their front rower for the for the years to come, as long as that no other team poaches him. So yeah, um, good sides from him and Toto from his game back as well played really well. Still, it's, it's the, the Tigers. So someone's going to poach him. <laughs> someone's going to poach him. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah, that that was pretty much it. It was a pretty underwhelming game to be honest. Last game yeah. of the round. So, yeah. but he did enough to get our our dear mate Lockie Moon over the line in the uh, in our draft league uh, grand final. So we'll uh, give Mooney a shout out for that. He beat me in the grand final. Um, Thank you all. Yeah, Congratulations, Moon. There yeah. you go. 59 as captain. Well, 118 as captain was enough to get you over the line. Thank you. Pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's get on to round 25. There is... Um, Changes galore, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. few, few teams still playing for, for finals contention, so uh, let's rip in. Uh, starting with the uh, Raiders and Roosters. Um, for the Durs, uh, Chance uh, comes back uh, at fullback. He's been starting on the bench for the last little bit, so he comes back to fullback. Uh, Jordan Rapana, sorry, Rapana, back to the wing. Uh, Bailey Simonson's out. Uh, Joseph Tarpani, he's done his knee, uh, but he's named to play. Um, C.S. Oliola comes in at lock. Ryan Sutton goes to the bench. Um, and Croker's still out. Uh, for the Roosters, Angus Crichton is back. Josh Morris is back. Warrior Harvesgraves uh, and Adam Kieran all back. Lockie Lamb goes back to halfback. Sam Walker back to the bench. Uh, Fletcher Baker is out um, for suspension. Um, CSC Watakeaho did his knee but will play. Uh, Egan Butcher head knock, so there's some concern around there. Will be monitored but looks like he will play. Um, Butcher goes back to the bench and uh, now Fahu White goes to the reserves. Um, I'll start with you, Mooney. Talk me through it, mate. Well, big game this one. Raiders playing for their finals hopes. I didn't realise the the Roosters got all their players back. That's that's sick. Um, but no, I look, I fully expect this to be a, just a cracking game to watch. If we can cut out our errors, very surprised Corey Horsbrook got a gig after his performance of the last, you know, 10 minutes of last week's game, last 15 minutes. He was pretty poor. But otherwise, look, fantasy-wise, it's probably not even worth talking about the Raiders. Hudson Young should be pretty good as ever. Uh, Tomoko, if you bought him and couldn't get him out of your team when we told you to buy him, what, like two months ago, he's been pretty red-hot over the last few weeks. Been good to watch as well. Oh, I, I suspect James Tedesco will go back to his typical scoring ways against the Raiders. But they're good for missed tackles, so, so he'll probably thrive here, I reckon. What do you reckon, Daniel? Yeah, I reckon you're right there. But uh, I think the, the Raiders have got a lot to play for here. They really need to get this win, uh, especially being the first game. So it could see a lot of their kind of attacking players um, pick up some points, hopefully, like your Rapanas and your Chans um, kind of players could be, could be in the money here because they're going to be trying to play out of their skin. Um, but at the same time, might overplay their hand a bit. Rapana's prone to doing that and might have a few errors. So uh, we'll see what happens. The Raiders are in for a decent chance. They have to win this game to make the, the eight. So, yeah, we'll see how this game goes. It could be an actual absolute cracker on Thursday night. Mm. I'm very excited. I reckon this could. I reckon this probably will be the game of the round, to be honest. Assuming the that Trent Robinson doesn't pull his um, you know, shenanigans and drop everyone just before the game. Which <laughs> yeah, would be very nice the, for Raiders. Yes, then. I would like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, you wish. Um, for the Roosters, though, um, pretty pretty good to see their, some of their players back uh, in the squad. You know, pretty injury riddled for the last couple of weeks, and it's uh, rough to see them go through that because it's happened so many years in a row now where they've just had so many injuries. Um, pretty costly for them. Uh, they welcome back uh, Angus Crichton, though, which is really good for the 19% of our fantasy teams that 
kept hold of him, which is quite a lot considering um, how many people have lost players this week. It'll be good if you've held on to him and he just happens to be in your reserves. Welcome, welcome him back at playing player this week, which is handy. I reckon 19% um, of those, it's a forced hold because they literally cannot get him out of their team. <laughs> yeah, no trades. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, um, it's worked in your favour. So you'll have him back for the last round and he'll be doing a lot of work in the second row there as well, just considering how many injuries there has been to the squad. So expect him to could go back to you know scoring around the 60 mark. So that's pretty good. Uh, and like you said, Tedesco will go ham this game. So he'll be, he'll be good to have as well. But uh, yeah, not much else to say here. Yep, beautiful. Let's get on to uh, Sharks and Storm. Uh, welcome news for uh, for all you Matt Moylan owners, because I know there are at least one of you. Uh, <laughs> probably. Uh, Matt Moylan comes back into the starting side. Uh, Luke Metcalf goes back to the bench. Uh, that's the only only change. Uh, for the Storm, here we go. Um, okay. Jesse Bromwich has been suspended for one game. Josh Adokar's done his hamstring, so he's out. George Jennings comes back uh, on the wing after a knee injury. Nelson Osofa-Solomona is also back at prop. Tui Kamakamith is, uh, is going to be starting at prop with Christian Welsh out. For, uh, Cameron Munster also out. Nico Hines goes into the sixth jersey. Uh, Dale Finucane, um comes back. Uh, Harry Grant goes back to the bench. Brandon Smith goes from lock to starting hooker. Felice Kafusi and Kenny Bromwich are also being rested, so Chris Lewis and Aaron Penne come in. Jordan Grant and Riley Jacks come on to the bench. I'm going to need a minute, so uh, <laughs> yeah, Daniel, go for it, mate. Yeah, there's going to be plenty more of those minutes that you're going to need uh, coming up, Burma, as well. Plenty of other teams like that. Uh, for the Storm, um, yeah, they're going to be looking to bounce back from last week as well, the round before the finals, so expect them to probably have a big game here. Sharks are going to be playing as well out of their skin, trying to make sure they hold the eight as well. So um, if the Raiders get a win on Thursday night, expect the Sharks to come out firing in this game as well. Um, for the Storm, Pap's been a bit off his game for the last couple of rounds. He's still not hitting, you know, holes like he used to, you know, first couple of rounds of the season when he was just absolutely on fire and just scoring tries for fun. Um, but hopefully that'll come with some game time. Still struggling, though, uh, at the moment. Uh, Jerome Hughes as well as that kind of solo halfback will be doing a lot of the kicking and expect him to have a big score this week with Munster out, probably up back around the, you know, 70s, 80s, like he was uh, during the origin period as well. So I uh, hope good signs there but outside of that not and many other choices here brendan smith might play quite well as well i know we've kind of arced on about brendan smith in the past but yeah he'll be a good player this week just the fact that he's back in that starting hooker role so yeah uh, moon talk through the sharks yeah sharks wow we've kind of only talked about a couple of blokes from the sharks probably all i'm going to touch on here jesse ramian he's been ticking along pretty nicely the last few weeks at 57 last week as we mentioned so Hopefully he can well with a with a reasonably no name storm team here he should be able to break a few more tackles than you know what you'd normally expect against the storm so that's pretty good for for Jesse Ramey owners otherwise Trindle's been ticking along very nicely probably had his lowest score in I reckon a month last week with a forty nine uh, which is not bad if you sneakily picked him up otherwise it's probably about it really from the Sharks team's not really anyone else of mention obviously Matt Moreland Eugene. That's about it, I think. Huge from a fantasy massive, point of view. Yeah, Enormous. massive in. Is huge. <laughs> um, now, in more depressing news, if you're Daniel, uh, I'm going to go through the Eels and Panthers here. Uh, for the Eels, Junior Paulo is out, one game suspension. Clint Gutherson being rested. Hayes Perham comes in at fullback. Uh, Maradonia Kore is out, uh, copped a head knock. Um, Josh, uh, sorry, uh, Isaiah Papali'i and Nathan Brown being rested. Uh, for the last round, Oregon Kafusi, Makahisi Makatoa, uh, Bryce Cartwright, Keegan Hipgrave, and Ray Stone. They all come onto the starting pack. Uh, Samuel uh, Loizu and Kai Rodwell and uh, Sean Russell, uh, they're, they're going to be on the bench uh, with Sean Lane. Um, he's, again, under a head injury cloud, but uh, he's been named to play. Uh, Will Smith, Jacob Arthur are in the halves. Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses both out. Tom Opacek comes back into the side uh, with Michael Oldfield in the centres as well. Wonga Blake is out having a rest. For the Panthers, Ivan Cleary's named a full-strength side, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, not pretty reading. Uh, Spencer Lenu's named amongst the reserves and, and could be a late-in. Um, but otherwise... Mooney, talk, uh, talk us through why Daniel's going to have a really shitty Friday night. 
Yeah, look, right over. Well, I'm going to touch on this Panthers team, and look, they they were a little underwhelming watching them last week. It was frustrating, actually, more than anything. Brian Brian Toto didn't seem to get the space that he normally that he used to get on the wing. You know, he had a few. I seemed. I'm not sure if it was Nathan Cleary off his game, or there wasn't quite the the chemistry that there that there once was. But I think that they'll be, you know, trying to get get that going again, just in time for finals and against this. Parramatta team, I, I am scared for you, Daniel. That they're just they're going to do just that. So I, I expect big scores from a lot of these Panthers boys if they win by as much as I think that they're going to. So have, yeah. a, have a guess. What do you reckon the margin's going to be? Forty-eight <laughs> four. Um, oh, you reckon they score? You reckon Parramatta's going to score? I reckon some bullshit try in the last five minutes. Yes, you know absolutely. I dead set reckon sixty nil. Oh, I'm not. I'm not being funny. I dead set reckon sixty nil. I reckon. I reckon we snag one in the last ten minutes somewhere. Just because, like, at what point do you think Ivan's going to start resting some of these players? Like, surely they'll put Cleary on ice. Edwards. Yeah, but they're only carrying four people on the bench, brother. Can't rest everyone. <laughs> yeah, but at some point you've got to rest a couple really of do. players. Maybe Ivan goes. Well, it's a sixty point margin. Come on, boys. They can <laughs> leave them out. Para can play the last ten by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I know that's going to be the case. We're going to really struggle. I think it's 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 just one of those things where you just got to rest players before the finals. We can't really go any higher at this point. It's just whether. Um, as a we fan, have how do you how do you feel about that? How do you feel if if you've got a team that's going out there, and they're effectively just making up the numbers? Sorry, this isn't fantasy chat, but how do you feel as a as a as a fan of the club? You you oh, okay look, with it? It is what it it's, is. It's round twenty five. I I don't really care if they did this in round one. I'd have a problem there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's round twenty five. We mm. come off a big win against the Storm. It would have been nice to come into this game full strength, and you know, if we held that kind of performance against the Storm and then played the same against the Panthers, I would be really stoked going into finals. That would probably be better for the players, I would think as well. But the fact that they've gone the the just the rest them route. But um, I I, you know, I would have thought having. Reason. I would have thought the best thing they could have done would have kept the foot down. They've just beat Param. Uh, they've just beat Melbourne. The confidence is sky high. I thought the same. Yeah. Yeah. You put in a good showing because you know you give them a week off. They you know they could go back to what they were doing four weeks ago, getting done by buddy forty and fifty points. Have you guys yeah. looked at the ladder? I think this works out better for Parramatta though. If they lose, well, okay. What do you when, mean? If? When they sorry, when they lose, <laughs> yeah. generous. The Roosters, the Roosters go to fifth. Parramatta play the Knights round one finals. Good. Parramatta should have a win there. And then they'll play the loser of the Bunnies and Panthers rather than the loser of Storm Manly. Assuming so the top four so stays the same. They play so, the they play, so they play the Knights and the Bunnies without Latrell. Yes, which is huge. I reckon that's a yeah. good yeah. chance. I reckon that is very smart. Just right, play on, Brad that. Arthur. Play on. Could you go there? Bit of analysis there from Moon. Yeah, I like know, that. Yeah, I hadn't even it. looked at the ladder. Not that's just good. a ridiculously handsome face. Good <laughs> There you go. Um, but yeah, there's got to be points somewhere in this Parramatta team. Like someone's got to score some sort of well, points. Like, but... You mean like you mean like off the kicking tee, like penalty goals and stuff? No, I meant fantasy points. Like someone's got oh, to right. some tackles, right? Yeah, it'll be forty-eight nil, and they'll kick a penalty I mean, goal or I mean, something. They, they, you know, each player could make five, but they're probably going to miss ten. Yeah, so... that's that's a that's a worry. I reckon Ray Stone might be a decent shout. He might get some good minutes at lock, but um, the the yeah, fantasy options in this Parramatta team, it's it's just a huge risk going for anyone really. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's um, the okay. analysis. <laughs> uh, Bron- Bronx and Knights. Uh, for the Broncos, Thomas Flegler, he's out for the week. Oh, no, he's out for four matches. Jeepers. Uh, Ethan Bullimore uh, comes into the front row for him. Uh, Jordan Ricky is back in this week. Uh, TC Rabadi goes back to the bench. Uh, Brendan Piacora is out for two-match ban. Played 15 minutes, copped a two-match suspension <laughs> on you, Brendan. Um, that's also their new million-dollar man, Brendan Fiacora. Mm-hmm. Um, hit with a two-match ban. Uh, Reese Kennedy comes on the bench for him. Um, Corey Pakes and David Mead join the bench as well because apparently you can't have enough backs on the bench. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, for the Knights, uh, David Clemmer comes back for a suspension. Jacob Saifidi gets a break. Uh, Jaden Braley, Mitch Barnett have both been rested. So Chris Randall starts at hooker. Brody Jones starts on an edge. Uh, Heimel Hunt's being rested, uh, so Stafford Toa comes onto the wing. Um, Phoenix Cross and Jack Johns come onto the bench. Um, Daniel, do you want to kick us off? Uh, sure. Um, for this Knights team, I was kind of curious as to why they're resting Brayley again. They rested him like two weeks ago, I'm pretty sure, and now they're giving him another rest before the finals. I think there might be something else going on there. He might have a few 
um, injuries or niggles uh, going into the finals. But uh, for this Knights team, uh, pretty good news that Barnett's out for uh, Connor Watson owners. He should have a lot of minutes in that number 13 jersey. Um, similarly for kind of Brody Jones as well. It means he's going to get more minutes um, as well. Uh, but outside of that, uh, there's not really too many huge options uh, for the Knights if you're looking for someone to trade to. I think if you've already got the likes of maybe like a Pierce or a Ponga, um, maybe a Bradman Best, um, they're good holds. Uh, actually, Bradman Best might be not too bad of a, a buy this week. Uh, played um, okay last week. I don't actually remember his score last week. At 14. It was... Yeah, I don't think it was huge. He, um... I thought I was on because Mooney had him in the centres in our draft game <laughs> yeah. one. I was like, "What in from Bradman Best? I might be a chance." <laughs> and then I was yeah, you'd not. Think, <laughs> you'd think against the Titans, he'd actually, you know, have a bit of an impact, especially with the tackles that they missed. But he missed eight tackles himself, so uh, pretty rough from him. I, oh, he was on Fafita's edge as well. That's probably why. Um, but yeah, uh, he's not a bad option. You know, he can obviously get those low scores, but he can also get you some big ones as well with scores uh, around the 45-50 mark as well in the last few weeks. So uh, good signs from him maybe in the future. He's coming off the back of a few injuries as well, best, so he's not at his best um, either. <laughs> Um, you couldn't find another yeah. word, could you? No, I couldn't. I was thinking. <laughs> I, I was, I, the only I, idea was peak. He's not at his peak or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, talk about the Broncos, man. I don't think there's many options from the night. Anthony Milford. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, there's not really anyone else. Oh, Payne Haas, obviously. And that's about it. I think fantasy relevant Payne Haas has been unreal. Pod captain option. If you don't think Nathan Cleary can go big, which I think he will. Payne Haas is probably a good shout against the Knights with you know ta- a few tackling machines out like Mitch Barnett who makes a million tackles a game. I think that Payne Haas is on. He's always good for a line break or three Payne Haas as well, which is unbelievable from a front rower. So, yeah, I expect a big one from him. And, yeah, as I said just before, Anthony Milford's been unreal. He, he's looked really good, uh, just confident, I think, is you know, what what's the difference is for him. And I'm loving watching him play with a little bit of confidence. So it's and it's looking good in his fantasy scores as well. So if you held on to him from round one when he was shit, good for you. Um, oh, that's about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> let's let's get on to uh the Cowboys and the Sea Eagles. Now looking at the Cowboys list, you'd think we've rested a bunch of players, but nope, we're just shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is just our best possible team. Um, Ruben Cotter. I hear the out. pain in your voice. <laughs> uh, Ruben Cotter's out. Don't worry, Cohen S is back. Uh, Lolo goes from eight to thirteen, um, and basically that's the team that's going to be impregnated by Tom Trebojevich this weekend. Um, okay, for the Seagulls, um, Sean Kepi uh, is out. Taniela Paseka comes back into the bench. Uh, Tor for four, Sipley. Uh, and Curtis Sirin go into the extended bench. Uh, Josh Alloy starts at prop. Um, yeah, Moon, be kind. <laughs> do your best. I, I do wonder whether Manly might rest a few of these players after looking at teams that they're competing. Oh, Jesus, I, I hope so. Well, I mean, if the Roosters win and Manly lose, then Roosters go into fourth, to be fair. So they mightn't do that, actually, just, just thinking about it. But... Yeah, look, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if there's a late, a few late outs in this team, and maybe they they rest someone like a turbo or a, maybe a DCE, not even a turbo necessarily. DCE sort of hasn't really had a break since Origin, so that wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, look, I kind of think that this Manly team's at full strength, and they're gonna, they, yeah, they might win by by a bit. You know, not sure. Could be close. Might not be. Could be close. Could be fifty. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be fifty. Impossible, impossible to say. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think Lightning's going to strike twice. That game against the Dogs, where they only beat them by twelve, I reckon they're going to take out all their rage on us this week. I reckon they're going to be like, we should have beat the Dogs by a million, so we'll beat the Cowboys by two million. Beauty. <laughs> could be rough, yeah. And like you said, Moon, they could probably rest like the Tom Trebojevic's DCEs if they get to a decent enough lead um, as well. Even if they do play this game, do you so, reckon they'll yeah. rest them fifteen minutes in there? <laughs> I mean, definitely an option. <laughs> to be fair, um, they can move. You know, Walker. He's been he's been playing in the halves. I'm pretty sure Dylan Walker or around he like came the, into the middle front of the row park. last week. Yeah, that's right. He's been playing around the middle of the park, but he could easily you know shift to halfback or hooker or wherever they need him. Really, I'm um, even fullback. You know, so 
he was playing there before Turbo was back in the squad at the start of the year as well. So, um, yeah, they could rest a few players. It's going to be really hard because I know a lot of teams don't have a full 17, but when some of these players get ripped out of your squad with like an hour before kickoff as well, that's going to be even harder to take when they're in your starting squad. So, yeah, it's you're just going to have to run with the punches this week with a couple of these big guns that are playing, sorry to say, Burmo, but, you know, uncompetitive teams. Yes. No, no, I, I've been saying it. All, all week, all year, pretty much. Don't worry. <laughs> good signs from uh, Nane, though. He actually looked really good last week. Um, the new second role you have there that filled in for Lukey last week. Yeah. And Lukey off the bench looks a bit more destructive as well. So, yeah. good signs. Yeah. I, yeah, look, in a few years, again, but we're, we're like everyone. we got we got good young guys, but we probably won't be able to keep more. But, I'd, yeah, I can't see us getting out of this hole anytime soon. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, who knows. But don't worry, we got Chet Townsend coming. Mm. Or he'll, yeah, he'll, nice. he'll, sa- he'll save us. Oh no! Save <laughs> <us>. <laughs> yeah, move on. He'll save us. Uh, Rabbits and Dragons could be a sneaky close game here, only because the Rabbitohs are going to be missing three quarters of their team. Um, Blake Taff, uh comes in for Latrell. Um, basically, then there's, there's a whole a whole host of other changes. Uh, Adam Reynolds, Dan Gagai, Damian Cook all rested as well. Alex Johnson, Cody Walker, Cam Murray, Jai Arrow, all expected to be rested as well. However, they have been named on the extended bench, so we'll see what happens there, I guess. Um, Lachlan Elias comes in at halfback. Um, Benji Marshall goes into the halves. Tane Milne goes onto the wing for AJ. Uh, Braden Burns starts in the centres. Uh, Peter Mamuzelis um, will start at hooker. Patrick Mayo goes in at prop for Mark Nichols, who then shifts back to lock. Uh, Jacob Host um, starts at second row. Uh, Gyro named. Oh no, Gyro named in the reserves. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll confirm whether he's extended bench or whether he's just on the. He's extended bench. bench number eight. He's oh, uh, he's he's extended bench. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Liam Knight also out. Um, Thomas Burgess also rested. Uh, so the new interchange bench will be Dean Hawkins, Tautau Moga, Jed Cartwright, and uh, uh, Davey Moale. Um, oh, yeah. For the dra- oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, mate. <laughs> Big name. <laughs> um, for, the, for the Dragons, um, Jared Beal. Uh, oh, interesting. Jared Beal comes in for Zach Lomax. Uh, Passer for Masili. Steps up to the interchange uh, in a swap with Jackson Ford, who's been named in the reserves. Uh, ben Hunt uh, thought he was a chance, but won't play. Um, okay. Um, Daniel, why don't you start us? Yeah, sure. I'll talk about the Dragons. Um, I think we spoke about it last week that Ben Hunt, even if he was um, fit to play, he probably wasn't going to play just one round before the end of the season. Um, although he would have had a field day against this Rabbitohs squad. Uh, for the Dragons, some good signs like we spoke about earlier in the pod uh, from some of the young guns, Tyrell Sloan, Jaden Sullivan, uh, Junior Amane as well at halfback looked really good. Um, expecting Corey Norman, he's not signed for next year, I don't think, for the Dragons. So uh, Amane could be you know, they're kind of starting uh, 5-8 in that squad uh, full-time for the next uh, couple of seasons, as long as he keeps up his form. So that'll be good for good for him, seeing that Adam Clune as well is signed for the Knights, so he's moving off there next year as well. Um, but from this Dragons team, there's going to be plenty of, uh, you know, players that are going to get uh, big minutes in the forward pack here, I think. So, you know, Jack DeBell and Josh Maguire should have plenty of metres through the middle um, against this understrength Rabbitohs team as well. So expect some big scores from the forwards here and also some good attacking stats from some of the juniors in the squad as well. Um, so, you know, the likes of Tyrell Sloan probably going to be playing quite well in this this team. And Freddie Lussick, I think, only got... Uh, 15-odd minutes as well last week. So, yeah, plenty of minutes for Sullivan through the middle, and he's pretty destructive as well when he gets um, on the front foot. So it could be a good game uh, for the Dragons here. And actually a decent chance with, you know, a very, very understrength Rabbitohs team with everyone rested. <laughs> yeah, I think um, Jared Beal also comes for Zach Lomax. Zach Lomax suspected broken thumb, like in, this, in a different, same thumb, different spot to where he broke it last time. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, that's very blow. rough. But in regards to the South team, there's really not a whole lot to talk about. I can talk more about their their 18 to 21 jerseys, but no, look, there's really sort of no one I can really talk about. Blake Taff, if you if you owned him, I think there's only Sam. Sam, I know he owns him, and so he's cheering. I'm pretty sure Daniel Daniel was talking him up quite a bit a few months ago. 
Yeah, good shout as a nuffy. Um, you, you bring him in and you can use him as a as a um, looping option, and then you get him for the last round because they rest everyone. There you go. Oh, you're a genius, Daniel. You, you, I know. Yep. Classic mother hen. Classic mother hen. That's about it for the South Sand. There's no one really of note that you're going to have actually in your in your fantasy team. Maybe people to watch for next year. Look, I don't know who's going to play in the halves next year when Adam Reynolds goes because surely Benji doesn't play. So maybe Lachlan. Is Milford? Oh, that's on Milford. I forgot about but that. Do you reckon he's going to start? Uh, he'll be a good um, 14. Have you been watching him lately? He's probably yeah. the best player in the comp right now. He's that good. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Thank you, Tom. No, no, no you're not. Be, <laughs> no, no, you're right. I'm deadly serious. <laughs> It could be Elias, could be Hawkins. There's a few different players it could be, but I don't think it's going to be Milford. I think he'll probably be a num- good number 14, unless he really proves himself in the preseason, you know, training the house down and the like. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a junior alongside uh, Walker in the halves next year for the Rabbits. He yeah. does look a lot leaner, speaking of training the house down, Milford. He's lost uh, lost his beer belly, I reckon. I don't know if it was a beer belly. But um, yeah, he's, he look, he look, he looks leaner. Don't you boys think these last oh, few weeks? He's eyeing off that uh, number seven. He'll be training the house down over the over the holiday break. There's nothing better than a good house getting trained down. I reckon. <laughs> yep, exactly. There is nothing better than preseason chat about blokes training houses down. <laughs> that's that's why the housing market in Sydney is so expensive because they keep getting trained down. You never you never know if your house is gonna. You know what I mean? Like it's such a luck of the draw. You're like, oh god, we take what we can get. You know, you can get trained down at any minute. Oh Jesus. That that explains yep. the entire housing market in Sydney. It's because all the houses keep getting trained down. Yep. Far out. Absolutely. Blame Andrew for feeder. Yeah. Blame right. Andrew for feeder. <laughs> and and young Frank the Tank Pele. Apparently he trained <laughs> yeah. the house down as well. <laughs> That's right. Between Jeez, the, the sharks. Yeah. Between uh, Cronulla and Anthony Milford, there's there's not going to be any there's not going to be any affordable living left in Sydney. Yeah. There's no houses left. I'm getting trained uh, down. Boy. Anyway. All right. Um. Okay. Um, speaking of large wastes of money, uh, the Gold Coast Titans play the play the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Kevin Proctor, uh, he's been named, um, and now this is the first uh, waste of money. Ash Taylor, he's out. Um, he's apparently fine. He's just out. Uh, uh, Tyron Peachy has been picked to wear number six, and again, their other million dollars that they're spending a year comes off the bench in David Fafita. Um, so who knows whether he'll start, probably not, probably play 40 minutes, touch the ball twice. Uh, okay, uh, Mo Fodawaka has been promoted from the bench to start, and Tina for Fasul Malawi goes back to lock Sam McIntyre to the bench. Um, for the Warriors, Chad Townsend, uh, he's been out, he's done his shoulder again. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan goes into halfback, Chanel harris Tavita, uh comes back in at six. Um, Matt Lodge has been named pending the judiciary uh, finding, so we'll see how that goes. Um, Jermaine Tanoa Brown comes onto the interchange in place of Bunty R4. Um, Jazz Tavanga stays on the extended bench. Um, Mooney, do you want to kick us off, man? Would love to. <laughs> so, sorry, my phone just shit itself. Daniel, you start. <laughs> my phone just. Yep, sure. Itself. So, um, for the for the Titans, I kind of want to talk about them. It'll be really interesting to see. Uh, what happens on Thursday and Friday night? Whether the the Sharks and the sorry Sharks and the Knights, um, oh, sorry not the Knights, the Raiders. See how they do. Um, just to kind of determine whether the Titans will actually you know give it a red hot crack this game, or if they're just going to take a back seat. Because if they're playing to get into the to the top eight, could see some huge scores from um from them against the Warriors. Just considering both of these teams are very attacking focused teams. So, uh, if the if the if the Sharks and the Raiders both lose, the Titans could have a red hot crack here and could see some you know big attacking stats from the likes of Fafita and Peachy and Campbell and those kind of attacking minded players. Um, it'll be good to see Fogarty as well play quite well because he can um, on his day when he's involved in a lot of the play he gets some quite good scores. So he could be a decent pot option uh, if you're looking to if you've still got to happen to have a trade and you can pick someone up. Fogarty might be a good shout here against the Warriors if the Titans are still a chance to make the eight. So um, keep an eye on that one there uh but yeah standard kind of stuff from the titans you you david for feeders even from the bench he's still capable of scoring big uh last week's a perfect example of 73 from only just over 40 minutes of play so um yeah david feeder jamal fogarty and Jaden campbell's looked red hot at fullback as well so he's yeah going to be really good for them and hopefully he's still cheap next year so he'll be a decent uh cash option um for my team next year 
Yeah, I think it's going to be a battle of the fullbacks. I'm really excited to watch this Jaden Campbell and Reese Walsh. Um, yeah, yeah, go go head to head because it's going to be exciting. They both looked really good this year when they've when they've played. So keen for that. But otherwise, for the Warriors, there's no. I think that uh, AFB's um, points or Matt Lodges, neither of them seem to lose a whole lot of points with both of them being in this starting squad and playing in a decent minutes, sixty five ish for AFB. No, uh, that might total fib low fifties actually, fifty three from memory and low fifties fifty two for Matt Lodge, off the top of my head. So, yeah, it's good to see them still producing good scores. Wade Egan was unreal for the limited minutes he played last week. Cut the Raiders um, <laughs> straight through the middle in the first forty five seconds and then threw some bullshit forward pass, but that's fine. That's fine. It's all good. So I kind of expect him to dart out a dummy half a lot, get a few running meters with a few of these big. You know, Jared Wallace and Mo Fodawaker, if they're a bit tired towards the back end of this game, I'd fully expect waiting to take take advantage of that and catch them out. Josh Curran, as we've mentioned, has been unreal for the Warriors over the last few weeks. Actually, all year. He's been really had a really good year. Thoroughly enjoyed watching him play and getting a starting gig at this at this club. So he's one of my favorite players at the moment, eh? Yeah, he's just up and about and always. Just any loose ball, so he's on it. He hits a hole. He's he's low key silky as well, but yeah, I don't know. I just I rate him. He's that so good. Drop out last week too. You got a kicking game in him. Yeah, if you don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> yeah, very cheeky right. from him. Looks really good. And you and Aiken yeah. has low key been okay in the in the second row. Getting found out yeah. a little bit more, but he's been he's been good. Actually. I think that's more about his size rather than anything. Just because he's he's not quite. He's he's an undersized. He's a very undersized back rower. Yeah, it will be him v Dave for feeder on the same edge, so it'll be it'll really oh, test him here. Yeah. yeah, if a feeder actually gets the ball or runs the ball, yeah, you and Aiken might be in trouble for one short stint five minutes before <laughs> half time, <laughs> and then he won't see it again. So you and Aiken get ready at the at the four at the thirty five minute mark, and then you'll be sweet for the rest of the game. Yeah, make the first two tackles, and then you won't see him again. Literally, you will not see him again. <laughs> And then basically when he gets tired at the 67th minute mark, you've got a free passage down that edge like Cam Munster did when, when they played oh, against Melbourne. So just go, go bananas. Did he yeah. at that tackle? He just stood oh, still and watched just him. Just literally by. watched him. I didn't even turn and chase. So seriously, <laughs> you and Aiken could be on for one of the biggest scores of all time because he's marking up against Dave Fafita. <laughs> Is that what we're I'm doing now? You. Anyone against Dave Fafita now? I'm it's telling you. Dave Fafita gives away free points. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just salty. And if that man gets his tail up, if he if he gets going, I think you and Atkins have yeah, one lowest got... scores because he's probably going to yeah. get knocked out because you know, Dave you... is unreal when he gets his tail up. He's actually looks oh, top 100%. When Dave Fafita gets going, but he's a flat track bully. He's yeah, got nobody. Exactly. If, if the Warriors get on top, good luck seeing anything from Dave Fafita. <laughs> Needs it all his own way. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. that try he scored against Newcastle, what did, he ran sideways and he, to the he, corner. Yeah, yeah he, he had to brush off Jake Clifford, and that was it. And to oh. be fair, I could brush off Jake Clifford. Yeah, Jake Clifford, whoever the, the winger was, and Bradman Best yeah. in that corner. Bradman Best yeah. ran around, them. but he but he ran around them. He didn't break a yeah. tackle. He just ran around them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm not high on Dave Fafita this last these last few weeks. I'm wondering. <laughs> really. Um, oh, well, so that's Dave. Cool. Dave, give me a call, mate. I'll, I'll help you through it. I'm, I'm going to give. I'm not just going to lay on the negatives. I'll provide you with solutions as well. You give me a call. Um, okay. Higgs versus Dogs. Um, Alex Saithfarth. Um, done his knee, uh, so his season's done. Kelma Tuolangi uh, returns to the side to take his place. Uh, Tuki Simpkins, uh, who was part of the 21-man squad last week, remains on the extended bench. For the Dogs, Corey Waddell comes back from suspension. Uh, Matt Dory, unfortunately, has done his ACL. Uh, so he's gone for an extended period. Uh, Dylan Napa is back, but he's on the extended bench. So big whoop. Um, Jake Avarillo also on the extended bench. Uh, done his foot, apparently. Uh, Brandon Wakeham named to start at six. Um, Sione Katoa named to start at nine. Uh, and those are the teams. Um, who wants to go first? Mooney, do you want to kick us off or Daniel? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah, I'm going to talk about the digs. Uh, yeah. Very, I just because I've haven't really, you know, Stefano. I think watching him at the start of the year, I, he was not sure if I saw what the fuss was about, but maybe because he was getting limited minutes, he has looked unreal. I think Daniel, you might have mentioned it earlier. He's looked so good the last few weeks, and I'm just really excited to see how he progresses and hopefully sticks in this Tiggs team. So 
I'm just really excited to watch him run through some of the, you know, Jack Hetherington if he doesn't, you know, cop, him, cop a high one. Yeah, if he's not sent off. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you boys, what did you think of Jock Madden last week against the Panthers? Eh, he wasn't bad. He, like, I'd say he, adequate. Yeah. yeah, he was there, but like he wasn't, didn't have a huge impact. His kicks were okay. Um, you know, that's what, what more can you ask for? Like, really, he's, he was he's okay. Kinda, yeah. It wasn't amazing. Yeah. yeah he's just, he's just kind of like, you know, like your, your Matt Frawley kind of in that sort of tier. You know, he's got good, you know, he's got some nice touches in him and all that stuff, and he won't lose you the game, but he doesn't have sort of like, you know, yeah, he's not going to win you the game either. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's there. He's a he's yeah. a good. But option. that being said, he's a match winner in reserve grade. So who knows? Given time, he could he could be something. <laughs> he's yeah, only what nineteen? How old's he? Nineteen. Nineteen twenty, and he's got yeah. twenty odd buddy try assists in in reserve grade. And yeah, I don't know. Who knows? He's twenty one. There you go. There you go. Some games under his belt, and we'll see how he goes. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm all aboard the Alex Twile train as well in this game. Alex yeah, Twile that. He's Josh Jackson. Ready to get, ready to get your heart broken again, Moon. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're, you're right there, though. <laughs> no, it's going to be through the middle. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be Josh Jackson versus Alex Twile this game, and I don't see it being any different. Like, both these teams haven't really been known for scoring points this season. So, um, yeah, there's going to be plenty of tackles in it, and those two are going to be leading the way. But, um, ironically, they've both been known for letting in a lot of points, so someone's got to score. It can't. It can't. Can't be a nil old draw. So someone, someone watch it. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. No, no, no. You know what it'll be. It'll be. It'll be a try off the kickoff again. Like what? Uh, what? Uh, oh my god. Was it Torpenny got uh, off the kickoff against Manly? That'll be the only try that we get. <laughs> That'll be the only try of the match. Uh, the first kickoff. <laughs> what a game to finish off the home and away season. Yeah, yeah, I was actually thinking the same thing. Yes. This is honestly the best game you could think of to finish off the regular year, regular season. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Dan, you can talk us through the dogs if you really want. Mate, I just is did it. it. Josh Jackson, yeah. 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 <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, yeah, Josh Jackson's the only option from this team. Flanagan might get lucky against the Tigers and actually, you know, put on a few attacking plays. But uh, other than that, he's only really known for just getting his kick meters in. Actually, with Brandon Wakeham there, 800 kick meters there for Kyle Flanagan. Easy take. Ah, the so. Brandon Wakeham effect. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's back. Uh, All I'm saying, Lock- Lachlan Lewis might have cost me a, a premiership in fantasy this year. <laughs> if he didn't steal a bloody speaker, I might have been a shout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 450 oh, k a year, but he steals a couple hundred dollars worth of bows, but he's out. It was a sound bar. He stole yeah. Surely there was some cool rob a teammate or something. Surely there's some cooler shit to steal than a soundbar. Yeah, I don't know if you saw today, but they confirmed that any off-contract Bulldogs player that hasn't been re-signed has already has gone. So that includes Lachlan Lewis and a few other oh, players. So, so he's future-proofing. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to build a nest egg with his Oh god. Oh Jesus, bloody hell, Lachlan, get help, mate. Yes, yeah, sir. Genuine. <laughs> It could be a serious issue. Stuff it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's move on from that before we make it any worse. Before we lose a friend of the show. <laughs> Lachlan, Lachlan, you want money? Come and see Mooney. He just won a fantasy league. He's just got a cash prize. I'll buy he's you a flush. Bar, right? I'll buy he's, you one. He's flush. Mooney will look after you. Um, boys, let the, we can't really do buy, sells, and holds because no one's got any trades, but I will get some... Uh, We'll get some predictions off you. Who do we reckon is going to top score this week? Looking at matchups and whatnot. And look, let let's say other than Cleary. Okay, uh, that's it's that's too good. easy. Other than Cleary, I'm going to go. Yeah, Hudson Young for the Raiders Thursday night. I reckon he's going to get a couple of tries in him. I'm um, trying to secure the top eight for the Raiders here, and yeah, he'll he'll go away with like a ninety odd. I reckon something like that. Sam Sam Dunham just peed out of excitement. He I can hear him <laughs> wetting himself out of joy right now. Of course. Um, again, Mooney, what do you reckon, mate? Payne Haas for me. I'm scared. Really? I think I think Love he's going to go big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I the 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 answer is very very simple. It's Jerome Hughes with no Cam Munster. Oh, I thought you were going to say Turbo oh. feed the feed the Cowboys. To be fair, but no, no I don't want to do that to myself. <laughs> to be fair, I'm sorry. No, no, you go. I was just okay. going to say he he could take the try scoring. <laughs> Far out. That was awkward. <laughs> No, just go, Verma. I'm going to sit back. I, gonna, gonna he's, he's, I think AJ, AJ's not playing this week, but Turbo needs four or five tries to take the to take the try scoring record, the to take to take top try scorer this year, 
And uh, I reckon he does it. <laughs> That's my Turbo. bold prediction. Reckon I, reckon he does he, it. I reckon he scores a double hat trick and takes takes the try scoring on this week. In the first <laughs> half and then gets rested yeah, for the second half the as well. Yeah, first half gets rested. <laughs> sets a fantasy record, scores... <laughs> Get, gets the um yeah gets the try scoring honors for the year and uh, yeah and then, then he's done and dusted puts his feet up decent shout to be fair I'm telling you it's he's he's five behind so if he gets six tries this week which Ado Car's done it this year so why not Turbo I reckon he I reckon he takes the top try scoring. Alex Johnson did that a few guy. years ago, didn't he? To to get over in the last few rounds, and he scored he got, something like six got, tries or five tries. Yeah. He got he got five. five. Yeah. yeah, he got five against someone crap, probably the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but if isn't Garrick up there though? Like, what are the odds that Turbo gets five and Garrick gets none? Uh, and I think Turbo's up over Garrick now that he scored three last week. Yeah. Garrick, that uh, Garrick didn't score. Yeah. All so I'm, I'm saying is there. Garrick right. will Garrick will only score if Turbo deems it. <laughs> you know, if it's something that Turbo Three. wants, Garrick and Saab will score. Otherwise, Turbo will score himself. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Turbo is God on the on the northern beaches. Whatever he wants to happen will happen. Yeah, pretty much. Fair play. Yeah. He, yeah, no one scores out of turn. Turbo deems it so. I'm telling you, you're not wrong. Yeah, uh, we got any other questions or anything else we want to touch on going into this round, boys? Last week of the regular season. Yeah. Who are you boys going to go? Moon? Cleary. <laughs> yeah, Cleary. <laughs> I'm going to go Cleary? Just, yeah, well, um, yeah. Parramatta, have you, you saw their squad. You read it out, right? You, yeah, it's true. I did yeah. read it out. No, you're up. Yeah, okay. I reckon I reckon the most obvious pod choices, though, are probably going to be your, your turbos and your paint hast over. We'll, we'll put a post up, right, in the, yeah. In yeah, the coming we'll, weeks. At um, Brain Squad. Instagram. Yeah, get follow. yourselves around it. If you've stuck around this long for the on this episode, good for you. Uh, yeah, follow the socials. If you've stuck around this long, you're clearly dedicated. You may as well follow the socials. <laughs> uh, oh, boys, righto. that's that's all from me. Anything from you, lads? No, I think a good, ready to cry. Season done and dusted. <laughs> hope for is, top 100. Is that, is that for footy reasons or unrelated reasons? I mean, you just, it's just about that time of evening where you're ready for your evening cry. <laughs> no, it's 7 o'clock. Yeah, evening cry. Evening cry, yeah, I'm ready. Lockdown's <laughs> just... got you down. all right see you boys what up cheers boys thank you for listening to another episode of the fantasy footy brains podcast look out for our special end of year review pod coming next week